Welcome to the NARPM Podcast, where we bring you the most in-depth look into the property management industry. We discuss hot topics with property managers, vendors, and those that support the property management industry. The National Association of Residential Property Managers is the recognized leader in property management. Our host is Pete Newbig, co-founder of Empire Industries Property Management and co-founder and CEO of VPM Solutions, where property management meets global talent. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are that of the host and are not necessarily those of NARPM. Now, here's your host, Pete Newbig. Welcome to the NARPM Podcast, and thank you for joining us today. However you may be listening, iHeartRadio, iTunes, YouTube, or through any of the podcast platforms, thank you for being here. I'm your host, Pete Newbig, and my guest today is Andrew Smallwood, the Vice President of Revenue at Second Nature. Second Nature, if you don't know by now, is building a future where every home is professionally managed, which is music to NARPM's ears. Over 1,200 operator partners with Second Nature to deliver the number one resident experience through a resident benefits package. And we're going to talk to Andrew a lot about this resident benefits package here later on today. The platform and managed service means filters get changed on time, rent gets paid on time, residents and their income are insured and protected, utilities and home services get set up in one motion, and more. Second Nature's reputation is built on the triple win and is the only service provider saving residents, investors, and operators hundreds of dollars each time and for every home every year. You can visit rbp.secondnature.com for more information or reach out to Andrew at andrew at secondnature.com. So I look forward to speaking to Andrew here in a few minutes. Let's get a quick word from our sponsors before I delve into our hot topic of the day. Scaling your business means juggling many moving parts, leaving you wondering how to manage it all. How can you keep your eye on growth and streamline your operations? At RentBridge, we've created the Property Management Operating System, an ecosystem for property management marketing and process automation, where you can view and take action on the most important aspects of your operations, from sales and new owner onboarding to leasing, collections, renewals, and more. By bringing operations and marketing under one platform, you can have end-to-end visibility of your owners, tenants, and vendors from the first moment they interact with you, allowing you to add more doors with less effort and scale a truly profitable property management business. To learn more, visit rentbridgegroup.com today. Did you know that most tenants struggle to come up with a large sum of money needed to move into their new rental home? Let Renters Insurance Solutions help you solve this problem by giving tenants another option for security deposits. Property managers can make up to $200 per door annually with our programs. Learn more at our website, yourris.com. That's Y-O-U-R-R-I-S.com. Renters Insurance Solutions, your experts in property management and insurance. Welcome back and thank you to our sponsors. So my hot topic today, we're going to talk about tenant insurance or resident insurance. So when I owned Empire, before I sold it, we were pushed by Propertyware and the Appfolios of the world to, to offer tenant liability insurance to all the residents, where the residents would pay them, they would, they would charge the residents, residents would pay, and you know the, um, the money would go to the real pages of the world or the Propertywares of the world, which meant that it's not what, what Andrew calls a triple win. It's not a triple win, right? It's a win for real page it was a win for the owner because they would get the liability insurance that they that they coveted but there was no win for the property manager or or the resident in this case so it's important that the residents have tenant insurance especially liability insurance and and contents right so what we decided to do is we put it in the lease like we all do okay well they're going to have to have resident insurance and because it's in the lease of course we know the resident is going to abide by the lease well have you ever seen a resident read a lease Right, so not only do they not abide by the lease, they have no idea what the lease says. So then they move into your house. They don't have resident. They don't have tenant tenant insurance. They don't have the liability insurance. Something goes wrong. They don't have the insurance to cover it. Your owner's insurance, your investor's insurance, has to cover it. And now you are in a lawsuit. All right, in some in some capacity, or at least you, at the very worst, you lost the client. Right. So then some of the companies they said, well, what we do is we we don't give them keys until they show proof of insurance. 
great. They show you proof insurance. They get the keys, and the next month they don't have insurance. Something happens, and while I will back to square one, right? So, so then over the last few years, you've seen this master policy come out, right? And I, I really am a big fan of the master policy. However, if the master policy doesn't have contents, it doesn't help the the, uh, the resident, right? It just helps the owner and potentially the property manager if you're going to get a administration fee, right? So. What, um, what happens now is you go and you find a master policy that covers contents and liability. And so you can't force the resident to take on the, the tenant liability insurance. If they have a better insurance, I know like some of the, some of the people in armed forces might have USAA and they might have a better policy, right? But if you can offer a better policy for cheaper with better, with more, with, you know, that has higher contents, right? So it's a, it's an overall better, cheaper policy. People are going to adopt to it, right? And so now if they don't pay, it doesn't, it really doesn't matter, right? Because you're actually paying. Now, if they, if they don't pay, now you have to file, you know, you're gonna have to file evictions or whatever, but typically they pay the rent and with the rent is, is the, uh, is the insurance gets paid as well. And you, ha- you hold the master policy. So since you're the master policy holder, you can also have an administration fee. So this becomes a win for the owner because they're going to get liability. It's a win for the resident because they're going to get contents and it's a win for the property manager because they're going to get an administration fee. So, we're going to talk to Andrew here a lot about the RBP, the resident benefits package, and how the insurance can can fit into that. And then, of course, we, you know, I would recommend that you go talk to some of these insurance providers that can provide these master policies, which become much easier for you to manage this difficult situation. So let's bring in Andrew here. So Andrew, thank you very much for coming in today. Really appreciate. I know you're a super busy guy, being the vice president. So Andrew is with Second Nature. And if you are the one person at NARPM who has gone to a national conference or a broker owner that does not know what Second Nature is or who they are, I'm going to have Andrew explain it. But if you go to a national conference, you will think that Barney threw up all over the national conference because Second Nature is, you know, their color is purple and there is purple everywhere. Uh, I was in Kansas City back in October and they were out in full force. They are great partners of NARPM. So, Andrew, welcome in. Thanks for being here. Pete, thanks for having me. Listen, we we would do anything for NARPM, and I'm enjoying getting to know you better, too. I know we've swam in the same circles, but not in the same swim lane, so it's, it's nice to have a couple opportunities to get to know you better. I mean, aren't you impressed that you know the voice of NARPM now? Like, huh? aren't you? <laughs> so tell us a That's little right. bit about, for the people who do not know who Second Nature is, tell us a little bit about Second Nature who they are. I know you guys were filter easy, right? Is that right beforehand? So tell us a little bit about that journey, how, how you guys decided to pivot and, and uh, brand change and uh, change the name. And uh, tell us a little bit about what, what you guys do at Second Nature. You know, I'll do the uh, Cliff Notes version of the history lesson as opposed to the textbook version here. But Filter Easy was founded in 2012. And we started as a direct-to-consumer company. Think like Dollar Shave Club for air filters. Okay. And it was because, you know, individual homeowners said, hey, shipping service, that's convenient. I forget. It's out of sight and out of mind, my air filter. And so this will help me remember to do it. I get the exact one I need. Don't have to remember what size, what quality, is it in stock, et cetera. And listen, got, got tons of customers that way. And we started noticing, Pete, it was actually... I was talking to Thad, our CEO, about this, and he said, yeah, they noticed, hey, there's someone in here with five subscriptions. Hey, there's someone in here with 39. Hey, there's someone in here with 60-plus subscriptions. And, you know, most people we know own one or two houses. So what's going on here? And what we realized was they'd gotten the service for themselves, but then they also had rental property. They were rental property managers. And they said, my tenants forget even more than I do to change the filters, and it causes me a big headache and problem. So... I wanted to start the service for them. And that was 2014 or 15, I believe. And about a year later, we'd really nailed the product for the property management use case. And that's when we really got more involved with NARPM. Some of our first customers, you'll talk to them, they, they go back as far as 2014, 15. And, you know, just kind of started working with property managers more and more. We, we were able to win a vendor of the year in, let me think here, would this be 2000 and... It would also be 2021, 20, and 19, if I recall. <laughs> yeah, so 
So we won this year, which was great, 2020, 2019, 2018. So 2018, we won Vendor of the Year. And, and then we changed our name to Second Nature in 2019. And the reason for that was we saw that we were going to do more than filters. There was something really working about the filter delivery program. It was a profit center for property managers. They loved the service that they got with us, the onboarding experience, how we manage things. And they said, hey, you know, this is one of the first things we've done, including insurance, which you were mentioning before. Those were like the two things that people were doing as an ancillary, you know, revenue source alongside rent on a monthly basis. And they said, we could do more with this. And so we said, all right, well, the name Filter Easy isn't going to fit this whole resident benefit package idea. So what, what do we stand for? And what we stand for is how do we make taking care of homes feel second nature, right? How do we make it so natural, so effortless, such a great experience where people get from decision to result and we handle that complexity in between? Uh, how do we make that experience second nature? And so that's where the name, you know, kind of kind of came from and lives with. And and yeah, since then we've expanded. Now we're up to six products, about to launch our own insurance product actually, Jan one. So oh wow! Exciting. Heard ride. it here first. Nice. So tell us a little bit about the resident benefits package because this is a buzzword that I've been hearing now for at least two years uh, at NARPM, and now it's bled out to other other areas of, of, you know, other property management, you know, Facebook groups and things like that. So tell us a little bit what that means to for second nature. What does the resident benefits package mean? What's all in, in the benefits package? And then we'll talk about logistics because logistics for filters alone is cr- crazy. Now you're adding a bunch of products, right? So we'll talk about that. That's right. So taking a step back and what is a resident benefits package for those who aren't familiar, if they're that one person who's not been to the NARPM conferences yet, right? The The reason it's on every conference agenda, the reason it's on so many podcasts like this, and we're talking about it all the time and getting invited by folks to talk about this is because, you know, for property managers, it's a massive profit center. It's our average client makes $120 uh, in profit per year. That's That's collected profit before all the soft benefits, you know, that they get and save time and effort and other, other good results they can get out of it. Uh, residents are also saving over $100 per year, and investors are saving over $100 a year in prevented maintenance, and that's before the resident retention, lease retention, and all the other benefits that come out of this. And so really what the resident benefit package stands for is it, it's the professional management experience in, in single-family and small multifamily. And what I mean by that is most residents are renting from a self-managing landlord or Pete, they're renting from a, a sales agent who's managing these four properties on the side, collecting some rent. You know, they don't have an accounting system like the property wears the app folios that you mentioned at the beginning of the episode. They aren't going to NARPM conferences. They aren't trying to get educated. They aren't dedicated to the space. And you know, what we really stand for is this industry used to be zero percent professionally managed. Now we're in the 20, 25, 30 percent range, depending on how you measure it, right? Or who you ask. And the goal is how can we get to a place where there's such a big gap in the experience and in the outcomes that professional managers create for residents and investors, where 100% of residents, 100% of investors are choosing to hire professional property managers and homes are professionally managed. And resident benefit package is just a tool to do that, to articulate to the market, hey, when I'm going through the listings, I see like all these things that I'm going to get right? From renting from this professional company that I'm not going to get renting from the other properties in the market. It helps them stand out and differentiate themselves as a professional firm. And that's why a lot of people are doing this is because it's a triple win. It helps them stand out. And it's all these ancillary services. The reason we got to a package is because, like I said, insurance was there in the beginning. Filters were there pretty early on, really one of the the first ways that people were doing this. But as you add on more and more services, Pete, you just imagine like, all right, there's $2 for this, there's $5 for this, for 15 for this, there's 10 for this. And, you know, it just makes sense to bundle that all together into one concept. It's one resident experience that people are paying for. It's the professional resident experience <clears throat> in your resident benefits package. Uh, so it's one price people pay, and it's, it's allowed us to also bring more value through bundling to the resident and the property manager. 
And so we can talk about what's in it, the specific services. Let's get into the details, but that's the concept for background. Yeah, and there's a lot to unpack there, right? So as a property manager, if you have a resident benefits package, not only can you market to potential residents because you have all these great ancillary items that they can that they, they get, right? But you can also market it to your investor clients, right? Because of all these things that you're giving their resident, meaning you're going to get the property lease quicker, most likely, and you're going to save the, the investor hundreds of dollars. So it's a, it allows you to market this thing in multiple ways, right? And I like what you also said. If you're doing the filters here, $10 here, and you're doing this other thing here, it's two bucks here. And this is a, right, you get that nickel and dime effect that this, the management business was built on it. But over time, as we get better and better at this as an industry, we're starting to say, well, instead of nickel and diamond, let's, let's package things together so it doesn't look as, uh, as like we're nickel and diamond. Right. It used to be like, I remember looking at my first PMA and it literally had like, you know, if we, we charge you if we send a copy. Right. Well, like we don't or a fax. Right? I, I haven't sent a fax in, you know, 20 years, but it was in there. Like that was the old industry. Right. If we sent a fax. We told you this. If we sent a copy of this, it was almost like attorneys. Right. And of course, what happened was no one to get the business. No one would charge that stuff. Right. So now this is a way where we can package things, charge it and actually make a little bit of money on it through through the administration. So I, I love that. So now if I'm a product manager and I'm listening to this, I'm like, that's all great. So great. So win for this, win for that. But it just seems like a lot. How do I implement this thing? Like one, what's in it? Like, can I choose what's in it? Like what's in it? And then great. Now I got this package. Now how do I implement it? Right. So give us a little more about what's, what's in it right now. So as of we're, we're, we're recording this in November of 2021, so is there like when, when, when I, when somebody calls you and say, Andrew, I want the resident benefits package. Do you give them a smorgasbord or these are the three, these are the 10 things you can put in and we recommend these three things. Like, how does that work? Yeah. Great question. And, and I'll say That's this right the now voice for of people Norbert. who are listening that, you know, some, some people there, there's not many folks out there, but there are a few folks who have built their own resident benefit package without second nature's help. I mean, it's a single digit percentage. If you Google search, resident benefits package, you're just going to see Google listings of all of our clients, basically, <laughs> from page one to 10. But but you don't have to work with Second Nature to be able to do a resident benefit package. It's something that somebody could do on their own. And you know what are the kind of things you put in it? I'll just speak from Second Nature's point of view, how we think about it. A, it, it's you got to decide first what you want the resident benefit package to do for you. And that will inform what you put in it. Meaning we just talked about you want this to be profitable. You want this to be a triple win. You want this to differentiate you as a professional from the self-managing landlord. And so those are the boxes. Like those are our requirements. Second Nature gets approached by companies all the time about partnership, potential partnership and being included in the resident benefit package. And those are the first questions we ask. Of, is this going to be profitable right, for the property manager and going to be a triple win for everybody? Is it going to be definitively part of the professional management experience and not something a self-managing landlord can do on their own. And, you know, can we facilitate this in a way that that's going to create value for everybody? And so what are those things today? Filter delivery, I mentioned that's where we started. And this is very simple. Every resident, you know, some residents have one filter, some have two, some have three or more. Most of them have one or two. There's all kinds of different sizes. You mentioned the intense logistics of that business. It's 380,000 SKUs, Pete, across all the sizes <laughs> and the qualities that we carry. It's wow. unbelievable. <laughs> just it's a just lot of wow. filters. <laughs> you should, we, I'll, I'll have to share photos of our warehouse afterwards with you. You'll, you'll get a kick out of just seeing how massive this thing is. You see like oh the big God. Amazon warehouses. It's just like that. But tons of filters. Are you, are you so, guys listen, doing? Are you guys doing filters in the? What is it in the ACs now? Like, are, are you guys doing those now? Because I've originally you guys weren't. You were just doing the you know the old school filters. Yeah. So we carry every size now. We guarantee nice. every size. Nice. Any any filter that somebody needs for an AC <laughs> or a furnace, we're going to carry it, um, <laughs> and we're going to deliver it. And if we don't have it in stock, we carry we carry inventory. You know, but we'll go get it if we have to, or we'll custom cut it if we have to. One unique thing I will share is that Second Nature has innovated. On, so we have a new and improved filter that solved a couple of problems. One of them being that traditionally, Pete, when you see those cardboard frame air filters, 
you see an arrow on the side pointing a way that airflow is supposed to go. And many residents will put that in the wrong way. And I, you know, I'm the guy who's plugging my USB drive in the wrong way every time. I have to like flip it around. I should have a 50% chance of success statistically, but like 100% of the time I get it wrong. So I can't beat up on the tenants too much for that because that, that's me. What we said was, why don't we just create a filter that works bi-directionally? That way, either way they put it in, they don't get that 28% efficiency loss by putting it in backwards. And so we took care of that. We took care of, it's actually foldable, and that way it travels better. It's less likely to get damaged. It's just more resilient. And the most important thing is, generally, when you increase the ability of a filter to capture particles, which protects the system, you restrict airflow by doing that. And if you allow more airflow, like the cheaper filters, the fiberglass filters, right, more airflow because there's more air coming through. But then there's also more dirt, dust, everything else coming through, which causes you coil cleanings and all those kind of issues. And so we said, well, how can we do this in such a way where we increase the ability of what we can capture compared to what's on the store shelf and we can increase the airflow, right? And that's measured in what's called pressure drop. And that was something we were able to do. By, by we, by the way, I mean like the NASA engineer that we hired uh, our, our nice. <laughs> the r&d department that did you and him this. working hand but in we, hand together on it <laughs> so okay we, so now we reinvented the filter right. and that's what people get when they work with us nice okay so now the filters part of benefit package i've always been taught that if you're already doing stuff for free you should just kind of throw that in there as well right like uh, what's your what's your take on that like so we like at empire we were designing one but we never we hadn't rolled it out yet. But in in it, we were talking about like, well, look, they have a they have a tenant portal. Let's throw that in there. They could pay online. Let's throw that in there. We'll make it free, right? So, what what's your recommendations on something like on some some of those things? Yeah, absolutely. So, I would say it depends. Again, the boxes we got to check are: is it different than what someone's going to get from a for rent by owner, right? A self managing landlord. Does it is it definitive of the professional experience? So, even though something like an online portal that allows you multiple payment options, things like that, uh, that we see out there. We would encourage including that. And the reason is not because you're going to monetize it. The reason It's been amenitized up to this point, right? Mm-hmm. But the reason you want to include it is because you want to articulate this is the professional difference. These are the things you get working with a professional company like Empire or any other company. And so we would encourage to put that in wouldn't necessarily encourage to, to monetize it or charge for it. We want our residents to recognize it. We want them to appreciate it. We want them to respect it. We want them to use it. And so, yes, this is a communication tool to help remind them that they have these things available and they can and should be using them. So we would encourage things like that. Now, have you found, is there a certain dollar amount that you do charge for the resident benefits package? Because I could put all this stuff in and some of the stuff costs money, right? So I have to charge back for that, right? Is there a dollar figure that you see like, and it might be at different in, in different parts of the country, where is it like at $19, $9, $29, $14, like where you say that's going to be too high and people stop. They, they don't rent because of the resident benefits package, where they actually see where it's, it's not a benefit anymore. It's a detriment to them. Are you seeing that anywhere with any of your clients? Excellent question. And it's so funny because we run panels all the time with our customers and Sometimes our customers will say things like, you know, you'll never get any tenant pushback, right, <laughs> ever. And, and, and that is generally the experience of our partners. But I, I never like to say never. And in doing this with 1,200 companies, I mean, millions of residents that we've interacted with, to say never get pushback, well, we, th- there is a way you can price things that's going to get people to push back, right? If you price it at $200 and what you've got in it is worth 40 you're going to get pushback, right? right? And so there's really three things to think about when you're pricing your resident benefits package. There's going to be three factors that influence what you can charge. And that's number one, what is your market? Like your market is going to be an influence, right? On what it's like in your market. What, what are other people charging for resident benefit packages potentially in your area? Are you the first one to do it, et cetera? You know, your market and your portfolio is going to have an impact. Number you two, can always is, look at the, the apartment. You can always look at the apartment associations as well to see what their right. what BS charges they got because they're they're known for having a bunch of charges where they don't even offer much value. So if you don't, if you're seeing that it's not really in your market yet, you're the first one. Look at the apartment associations too. That's a great tip. You'll see twenty seven dollars for valet trash and <laughs> all kinds of other things, right? 
So, so number one's your market, take a look around and, and second nature does help people do this. Even if you don't work with us, we'll just share with you what other property managers are doing in the area and help give you a sense. Number two is because most likely mix. you're working with somebody in your area. Most likely. That's we do work in all 50 States. So there you go. <laughs> that's, it's probably true. The mix of products is going to, it's going to matter, right? Are you including filters or not? Right. Are, are you including insurance or not? Are you including right credit rent reporting? Are, are you including these services? Because that's also going to determine the value and the value perception and ultimately what you can charge. Right. So the mix of what you're putting in is going to matter. And then the final thing is your marketing, your positioning, how well you present this, how well you position it, how well you explain it is also going to influence what you're going to be able to charge. So those are really the three keys to maximizing, you know, and optimizing your pricing, which is going to be, again, the market portfolio you're in, the mix, and the marketing, the positioning and presentation. Those are the three things to focus on. Okay. So let's talk about the listing, agree the, the listing, right? So if I'm listening to this, your recommendation is I don't increase the lease amount. I have the lease the same, so my CMA looks correct. But then I'm just saying in the in the remarks or in the notes or in the realtor notes, there's a there's a charge of whatever. Let's just call it nineteen dollars, just for for argument's sake, nineteen dollars. And then this is all the benefits you get for that nineteen dollars. Is that is that kind of what you're saying? Because you don't want to price yourself out of the market, correct? That's that's exactly right. When when we were doing this with filters and a common charge, Pete was ten bucks. We had a lot of people who made it a separate charge. We had a lot of people who did bundle it into the advertised listing price. So if they were, if if the rent was going to be fifteen seventy, they'd make it fifteen eighty, right. right? And then and then later break it out in accounting on the ledger. Now that we're in the resident benefit package paradigm, it, it's I mean I'll say ninety nine percent to cover my butt, but I haven't seen a situation where they're bundling it into the rent and amenitizing it. You want to break it out because. The way people are looking at the rent prices, they're looking at the school zone, they're looking at the area, they're looking at they're the looking at the comps. They're looking at the comps. They, they're looking at that, and and so if you're, if they I don't see a house, see it if, if as I see including house, that, and I it's see, a separate value proposition. So if somebody sees a house that's non non professionally managed, fifteen hundred rent, my house is professionally managed, it's fifteen fifty, but I'm getting all these benefits. They're they're going to go to the fifteen hundred dollar one. But if they see mine's fifteen hundred, right. and then it's an extra whatever twenty dollars or whatever it is, but all these amenities, they're gonna be like, "Oh, okay, right." They're, they're now you got them, and you can you can get it, them in. That's right. And there's a psychology piece to this first. So if you present price before value, people don't get it, right? But if you present value before price, mm -hmm. people understand the price, right? And so if they're looking at the rent price, that's in the listing. That's the first thing they see. And then afterwards, they're seeing the value. It's, it, it's harder versus they see the price associated with the house. That's clear. Then they see what's in the resident benefit package, what they're going to be getting. They see the value in that. That's a good and point. then you present the price. It's received well. That's a really good point. So how you set up your, your lease listing is very, very important to make sure that you get the people in for and that you can, you can still charge for a resident benefits package. How about the lease? Do I gotta do I gotta modify the lease to uh, to roll this out? Yes. So so best practice looks like this: we create a one page flyer that people can use as a JPEG in the listing, and it promotes. So you're flipping through the photos, Pete, right? You Easy see the button. kitchen, the bath, everything it. else. That last photo, they see the resident benefit. Oh, look at these ten things I'm gonna get renting from Empire and from Pete. This is kind of cool, and I'm not seeing this elsewhere, right? In the application would be the next step. So we have application language. And this is where you disclose, again, what's in the benefits package, what it's going to cost before right. they've paid you a penny, right? right? They're seeing that. And then they submit their application and it lets them know that they're going to be enrolled into a resident benefit package when they sign their lease. And that's exactly what they see when they get to their lease. There it is, the lease language with the cost, everything else. They're signing the lease and that enrolls them into the services. We take care of everything from there. Okay. Let's talk about the PMA. Do I have to make any modifications to my PMA? This can depend on the state that you're in. Uh, however, we would say, you know, as far as like a legal requirement of what you got to put in there. However, we recommend it no matter what. And the reason is because, Pete, a, a owner, right, an investor is not paying for this. But they're getting the benefit of it, right? I mean, like, you'd be crazy not to tell the property owner that, hey, I... I one of my favorite explanations that I heard was kind of creative 
was Dee Dee Lee out of Atlanta. I think you know Dee Dee. I do. So at Skyline Properties, she was saying, yeah, all of our residents come with filters. They come with insurance. They get, and, the, and the property owner's like, what? What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of our residents come with a resident benefit package, which means whereas you're leasing us out on your own and doing it this way, all of our residents are going to be insured. All of the residents are going to have filters, right? All the residents are going to have their utilities set up properly, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so, you know, that's a big benefit to a property owner. There's preventive maintenance in there. There's resident and lease retention in there, which is such there's a big force tenant liability in there. Yep. It, it's, it's, there's, this is why it's a triple win. And so you don't want to do the triple win and only get credit for the two, right? <laughs> so you want to communicate <laughs> it in your PMA, in your investor marketing. And we've got templates that everyone can use to make that plug and play. Got it. Do you actually help with the, um, JPEGs for marketing to the property owners as well as part of the resident benefits package? We, we build it all custom. So once yeah. we know what's in the package, right. we just walk through the process and our and the, team and now you help with the has personally strategy. managed over 40,000 single family units. So we've got property managers on staff who've rolled this out at their companies. These are the people executing all these steps because they've done it dozens or hundreds of times. And that way it's just plug and play for the property manager that we work with. Okay, so now I'm a property manager listening to this. I'm like, okay, great. I know I'm going to have my resident benefits package. I know how much I'm going to charge. I know what I'm gonna, how I'm going to do my listing. I know I got to make some changes to my lease and my PMA. Once you start saying I got to make changes to my lease, my PMA, you know, that's when everybody's eyes get a little glassy-eyed and like just the idea of rolling this out. If you're managing four properties, not a big challenge. But if you're managing 400 properties, you, you, it's really, really difficult. So tell me how, as a property manager, let's say I'm managing, you know, average property manager manages around 200 to 300 units. So let's say I'm managing 200 units. How do you recommend I roll this out? So I got everything, I'm ready to go. What's the next step? So, you know, somebody who's working with us, we have a couple of onboarding calls where we really just set them up with all these documents and run through our checklist. And that way, they don't have to reinvent the wheel. This is what 1,200 other companies have done, <laughs> right? This is working. And so they can just follow the process. You know, as far as the enrollment points, there's really three enrollment points, Pete, that eliminate resident pushback, right? And I was mentioning the listing, the application, disclosing it there, and then the new lease. So on a turn is going to be one opportunity that you have. The other is going to be a renewal. And so we have the offer letter before the renewal, that has language in it, disclosing it, explaining that to the resident. And then, of course, whatever they're signing, whether it's a one-page renewal addendum or an entirely full new lease, right? We update that. Okay. So we run through our checklist so everything is ready to go. Those are the first two. The right, final so, thing, which so I will tell you was So first recent. one is um, new, new, new clients, new residents. New you lease, just have, you have all the new documents. That's, that's a slam dunk. That's easy. The second one is during a lease renewal. So on a lease renewal now... What happens though? So on a lease renewal, I have the lease piece of it, and then I have the lease renewal one page or kind of it's a marketing thing to get them on. But what about my PMA? If I don't have the owner on a new PMA, if I have certain language in my existing PMA, I'm probably pretty good. Meaning like, hey, I make I make a little bit of money from from yada yada from time to time, whatever it, whatever that actual statement is in the in the PMA. If I have that, I'm good. If not, I need to make an addendum to the PMA as well. You would you would uh, counsel. I mean, not, not that we're attorneys, neither of us are attorneys, but we, we have to look at it, right? I don't even try to play one on a podcast, Pete. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it can depend on the state that you're in, but this is why we have property managers on staff who are experienced in working with people in each state so that they know exactly what to do to roll it out, you know, where that person is in their situation. However, commonly what will happen is, hey, great, here is an update to the PMA. Many people have language in their PMA that, you know, has it covered. We still recommend, we we send out an announcement, a program announcement to the property owners, because again, you want credit for this and you're actually not charging the owner or investor. That's right. Right? It's free. It's a resident program. And so it's like, you you don't need their permission often to charge a resident in most cases, but you still want them informed of what's going on, what's happening, et cetera. It's going to be a separate charge on the ledger, Right? It's, gonna, it's not going to be rent. It's not subject to the management fee. It's a pass-through, right? Because it's got to fund all the services directly that you're, that you're right. employing. But, but we do recommend, disclo- hey, go ahead and update the PMA. Go ahead and send the, these couple emails out that we have for you. You just plug in. And plug it's, in a, your it's, name a, it's actually here. a good reason to have 
one of those good conversations with your client, right? Instead of having to call every time, like, you know, more maintenance in the property or, you know, the, the tenant moved out or tenant got evicted or, hey, we haven't leased your property yet, right? This is actually a time where you can actually bring in some feel-good news to your, to your owner client, right? Hey, we're going to have this benefit package. The cost to you is zero. The benefit to you is this, 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 and this, right? Yeah. Well, it's good to be- Our friend Jen Stoops says, so often we're always in reactive mode. And and we're always the property manager is always bringing bad news. Yep. Oh yeah, I remember when I would call my clients, they would have agita. It's like a stomachache. They get a stomachache every time my phone would would, would uh, flash on their on their caller ID. <laughs> this is that proactive, positive touch point. Good news you can bring. Here's how we're improving and upping our level yep. of service and bringing more value to you in our relationship. So that's right. exactly so what you want. Those are the two points. You said there was a third one. So I'm interesting. So I've been trying to bring. You know, I'm trying to, in my head, trying to think, what's the third one? And I, I it hasn't come to me very easily. So t- uh, inquiring minds want to know. Second nature can take zero credit for this. This is 100% a credit to a few of our clients. And okay. this was, you know, Brian Birdie, actually out of San Antonio, sent out past uh, a letter. Ex-past president of NARPM. That's right. Yep. And Brian sent out a letter uh, by email just saying to the property owners, hey, if you want to enroll, and this was back in the filter program, if you want to enroll in this filter program early so that you can get your HVAC protected now before the summer season in Texas, right? You can cover the cost for a couple of months, and then we'll move it over to the tenant ledger at renewal. It's our, and he had a couple hundred property owners say, heck yeah, uh, I want to prevent the big HVAC bill. I'll pay for that. He even got a five-star review out of it from a property owner. And so we said, that's interesting, but we didn't do much with it. We did tell Tal Kramer and Jeanette Kramer out of Atlanta about that when they were asking about, is there a way we could accelerate things? And a lot of people were looking for that around COVID in 2020. They were saying air quality matters. It's hard to get out to the property. We can't get close to people like doorstep delivery really matters. Like how do we get all of our properties on this right now? And, and what Tal had done was he said, okay, I'm going to send a couple of emails out of the property owners, but I'm going to tell them this is what we're doing on our properties that we own. And so we're going to do this for your properties in the interim. You can opt out. And so as opposed to opting in, he flipped it to an opt out. And he sent a couple of emails, gave people a couple of weeks, et cetera. And he got almost everybody, (laughs) almost all of them on at that point. uh, And it was received really, really well. And so it really accelerated the whole process of a year of leases and renewals to a couple of months of basically getting 95% of his properties on. And so we, we've done that with a bunch of clients since, and it's worked really well to accelerate things. That's brilliant. I like that. Hey, ask the owners to to pay for it until the lease renewal comes. And then on the lease renewal, you flip it over to the resident and you start protecting those houses and giving those benefits. Now, one question I had is, let's say I'm giving a resident a benefit now. So the owner, we flipped it to the owner, owner's you know paying for it for three, four months. And now the resident has been getting the benefits of it, but they haven't been paying for it. Now I flip it on the lease renewal. Is there a, any pushback that you've seen uh, from clients calling you saying, hey, man, now the resident don't want to pay because they were, they were already getting this for free? Yeah, this is where Second Nature really helps with, again, the communication, the marketing, the positioning of this, because we've done this and we've figured this kind of stuff out. And, and very much to the resident, the way it kind of feels is almost like a free trial period, right? Hey, we're doing this program. It's going to be something that you pay for at, renewal, right? However, we're going to have the, co- the, the owner's going to have the covered, you know, the cost covered, right, for this period of time. And so you'll get to enjoy the benefits early, right? But you'll see this Got on it. your next lease. Got it. Perfect. I love it. So now if, if I'm listening on private manager and I want, I'm like, I'm all stoked about resident benefits package, right? So we know that there's the listing there. We know that there's the lease. We know there's a PMA. Uh, we know there's some communication on the lease renewal, communication before the lease renewal, during the lease renewal, Sounds like you guys have this locked down on what to say, when to say it. What's the, is there a cost? Like, what's the cost? Like, so I want to call and I want you guys to help me out with this. What's the cost to do this for you, with you guys? Yeah, great question. So it can depend, right? Are you sending the the filters quarterly? Are you sending them every other month? You know, there's there's factors like that, Pete. But let me give an answer that can just kind of give people a good sense of what they should expect. Like I said before, the average profit for a property manager is about $120 a year. So in a scenario where a property manager is charging, let's say, $25, 
right, to to the resident based on what's in their package and what we're doing. You know, our cost is probably going to be closer to fifteen. In many cases, we have some packages that are under ten dollars. It depends, you know, what someone's including and everything else. But what I'm we getting have, at, some packages at the end of the day, that, there is no cost because they're gonna they're gonna assume the cost. The resident's gonna assume the cost and pay a little bit more for the administration piece of it. Is is, is it's not right? it's not a cost center to the property manager. That's right. It's a right. it's a profit center to the property manager. It's a resident paid program. That's and exactly right. the help with implementation is there a one-time fee a setup fee that that we would have to pay as the property manager or is that something that hey you come with us you sign a year deal with us and we'll do this we'll, we'll kind of walk you through this whole process for free free is too too good so to be Pete, true so what's the cost i i think this is why we are the four-time narpum vendor of the year <laughs> it's because we just said we are partners in this are we we have what we call success-based pricing Meaning we're not charging all your units day one. Meaning you're, you're going to be successful first, you're going to collect the money first, and then you're going to see our bill, right, net 30. This is cash flow positive from day one. Wow. And we're making investments, you know, into this in a, in a big, big way, but we're in this for the long game. And so it's really built our reputation to say, let's remove the friction from people doing this and charging a, a big four-figure implementation fee, maybe five figures to cover what it's worth. And we said, actually, we're just going to make that investment into our partners. And, you know, knock on wood, Pete, Pete, like we just we don't have partners terminate and cancel. It's an extremely rare event. And so we're confident that long term we're going to do OK and we don't have to be worried about we got to collect this cost up front. You know, it, it, we, we've been able to build our business without that. So if I hear this right, you have a bunch of partners that can provide services for the resident you're you're throwing that into your your overall fee. Let's call it the ten dollar fee. I'm charging my residents fifteen dollars. I'm making five bucks. I'm paying you ten bucks. But I'm not just getting the filters for that ten dollars in this in this scenario. I'm also getting these three other partners that I selected as well. And you're paying those partners. Once I pay you, you're paying those partners. So instead of me cutting four checks, I'm cutting one check to you, and you're cutting disseminating the three other checks to the other partners. That, that's the that's easy right. button. That is an easy button right there. That's, that is, it's so funny you say that. Uh, we were recording testimonials in Kansas City, and I, I thought people were like talking in a closed room or something because I'm like, you know, what does it feel like to work with Second Nature? And Deb Newell, Sean Johnson, like multiple people were like, the easy button. That was, those were the exact, we, we got to get those words you just used, Pete, into our marketing more because that's what our customers are saying <laughs> instead of it's the easy button for getting a resident benefit package going and, yeah. and getting I don't know if you can use that actually what is it Staples trademarked or somebody trademarked the easy button but you'll have to you'll have to kind of rework that somehow but uh but yeah I think that's great like you know you guys weren't there four years ago on the resident benefits package heck this came out just what two two years ago I think when you really perfected it with all the partners uh if you do not have a resident benefits package and you're not monetizing, you know, how, you know, these benefits for your residents, you need to call these guys. Uh, honestly, try to build it yourself. That's great. But he just told you there's no cost. Like, so why not have the conversation? So the, the other thing I'll just say about that really quick, Pete, was I, when I was interviewing people for testimonials, again, they, they were saying things like, you know, we, we wouldn't mind paying more for the level of service that Second Nature gets. But the actual reality is if somebody was to go and piece this together on their own, like the $15 package I was mentioning a minute ago, they'd be paying 19 if they went around and right. did it all. Then on they their get, own. Now they got to charge even more, right? So we're, our goal is like, hey, it's actually costs less to work with us and we're going to deliver a higher level of service. And, and I think that's why and we've we're going to give you all the communication that you need to implement it. So we've already heard all the objections and we've already overcome them on the lease, on the listing side, on the PMA side, on the lease renewal side, on the acceleration side. You guys already, already have all the documentation and you've overcome all the objections. It's working. That's right. Awesome. Well, proud of you guys at Second Nature. You guys are great partners for NARPM and for the industry. We're going to take a commercial break real quick. We'll be right back with Andrew Smallwood, VP of Second Nature, and we're going to get ready for the, wow, the lightning round. We'll be right back. 
Have you ever considered hiring a property management virtual assistant, but didn't know where to start? Or have you tried hiring a virtual assistant, but you weren't satisfied with the number of qualified applicants? If so, VPM Solutions is here to help. VPM is the world's first virtual talent marketplace dedicated specifically to property management and real estate. We have thousands of talented virtual assistants ready to work for you, including assistance for accounting, leasing, maintenance coordination, rent collections, and much more. With VPM, you can post jobs, screen candidates, hire and pay your virtual assistants, all from within our state-of-the-art platform. VPM is the easy button for hiring and managing your virtual team. And the best part, VPM Solutions is 100% free to employers. That's right, free. No placement fees, no employer markups, and no hidden charges. With VPM, property managers get the talent they need while reducing costs and improving customer service. Visit vpmsolutions.com and create your free account today. Create the best move-in experience for your resident or homeowner. Citizen Home Solutions is a utility concierge service designed to assist with services needing activation prior to moving into a new home. Our experienced team will help eliminate the stress of setting up services. No more calling a long list of service providers to get everything connected and ready for move-in day. Your client will value the white glove service provided on your behalf. True, Citizen Home Solutions assist with utilities, but more importantly, we create an experience that your client will appreciate and love. Our service is free and offers you a revenue share program. Want to know more? Visit pmcpartner.com. Welcome back. Thanks to our sponsors. We're at the lightning round here with Andrew Smallwood from Second Nature. Andrew, you ready to get on the hot seat? Let's do it. Right, I'm going to ask you a quick, just a bunch of seri a series of questions and just whatever on the top of your head. All right, we're trying not to be too too in depth here but if you got to expand on it we're good with that too what is one piece of advice you would give someone just starting out in the pm business join narpum first first thing that's it. a layup that's a, i tell all my all my all my guests to say that no, i'm kidding i don't tell all my guests to say that <laughs> what would you tell a member that says to you andrew i'm thinking about leaving narpum uh, you should just gently change your mind about that <laughs> Mountains, lake, or ocean, if money was no object, where would you retire to? Oh, I would probably say mountains for me. Mountains? All right, mountain guy. What is one thing right now you would tell your 20-year-old self just starting out? Oh, man. Eat less pizza. <laughs> in, in three years, you'll be diabetic, so <laughs> eat less pizza at 20. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, let's go on that theme. Does pineapple belong on pizza? Absolutely not. Wet fruit from <laughs> tropical places does not belong on an Italian delicacy. <laughs> Hammer the gavel. This one's over. It's a done deal. No way. Oh, man. What was your favorite or most memorable vacation? Ooh. Okay. I think I'd have to say I went to, uh, I took a week-long trip to Hungary, like Budapest. And I did some train rides to Slovakia. And, and anyway, did some like cool things in a part of Europe that I hadn't been before. Been to France and Europe and some places over there. Really cool trips. But Budapest stands out as something that was a surprise. Very inexpensive uh, compared to some other large cities over there. And just, just had some great time and great experiences there. Really? That's a, that's a first. I'll have to check that one out. What book are you currently reading or one that you have read that has impacted your life or your business? Okay, so I'm currently reading a couple of books, and, and I'll actually start with the one I recently read, Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss. If you're a property manager and you're constantly stuck in conflict and situations with residents, investors, et cetera, there's a lot to learn from an FBI hostage negotiator who did it for 25 years. And you know, being in conversations with people every day, what I love that Chris teaches is it's trust-based influence. It's collaborative. It's not the stereotype of negotiation and a competitive approach. It's more triple win and aligned with that kind of philosophy. And so anyway, that's my quick recommendation. I, uh, uh, I had the privilege of seeing him speak live. And the stories that he tells in the book, he tells live, fascinating. Just fascinating. It's incredible. 
tells the story about when he's uh, negotiating the release of uh, the tribe had uh, had basically kidnapped this 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 girl, and he, <laughs> I mean, guy's got balls of steel. I tell you that. <laughs> um, what was your what, voice too? Oh yeah, to hear him. Oh man, yeah. it's, what, it's what, great you said you had voice. another book. What what was the other book? I'm reading one right now called Demand Side Selling by Bob Moesta, which is about using a, a theory called jobs to be done. If anyone follows Clayton Christensen, Harvard Business Review, prolific author, Innovator's Dilemma, et cetera, the jobs to be done theory, anyway, can really help with how you structure your product, your offering, and also do your marketing and sales. So I'm, I'm in the middle of that one right now. Cool. What comic book character do you most associate with? Oh, man. I'm not going to do good on the lightning round on this one. I don't know that I associate with a comic book character, but I, lo I love the Marvel movies and love watching them. I'm thinking like maybe the Vision since he's like purple, like, you know, or the Hulk, the Hulk's green. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I'll take that one. What is one challenge you're facing in your business? Challenge we're facing. You know, it's the best kind of challenges to be facing. So it's like, you can't hear this as a complaint. It's a lot of fun, but growing very fast and expanding very fast at second nature and it's a fun challenge to meet and we've got just an incredible team over here to do it with that is handling it really well and just doing a great job but that that's the forefront growing means challenge on growing means right dealing now. with a lot of change right that's right that's right and what do you prefer dogs or cats dogs dog 100 all right you survived the lightning round well done <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, if they need, if somebody wants to get in touch with you, how can they get in touch with you? Yeah, I recommend, you know, our website, which is RBP, just like resident benefits package dot secondnature.com. Right on that website, they can fill out a form. We actually put this nice technology behind it where when they put in their state, it routes to the correct calendar of the person who actually works with property managers in their state. Nice. Um, so they're on the same time. So zone. you get a, a exactly to the person that you need to talk to who can give you the best information, which is a nice thing about that. And if you want to reach out to me directly, listen, you can find me on Facebook or LinkedIn, or you can email me at andrew at secondnature.com. Excellent. And if you are listening to this and you are not a NARPM member, you can join NARPM by going to N-A-R-P-M, narpm.org, or you can call at 800-782-3462. My name is Pete Newbig. I am CEO, co-founder of VPM Solutions. If you're looking for a virtual assistant or know somebody, please go to our website, vpmsolutions.com, or you can email me at pete at vpmsolutions.com. Thanks, everybody. This has been a production of the National Association of Residential Property Managers, the recognized leader in property management, along with your host, Pete Newbig. CEO of VPM Solutions, where property management meets global talent. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are that of the host and are not necessarily those of NARPM. If you have a hot topic you'd like discussed on the podcast, please email us at radio at narpum.org.